And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Hello, this is Father Louis Skirty. We welcome you to Friends of the Word, the Lenten Word. We're in the season of Lent, slowly moving toward the Holy Passion of Christ during Holy Week. So let's walk this last week in peace and reconciliation, knowing that He hears us all the time. Thank you for joining us and pass this on to your family and friends. Let me hear from you. Father Lou Skirty at Hotmail.com. God bless you. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Jews, Amen, Amen, I say to you, whoever keeps my word will never see death. So the Jews Abraham died, as did the prophets, yet you say whoever keeps my word will never see death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died, or the prophets who died? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. But it is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. I know him. If you know him, I would be... And I keep his word, Abraham... Father rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you. Before Abraham came to me, but Jesus hid and went out. Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Very close to Passion Week. Very close to Holy Week. Very close to the the week that focuses us on the holy suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus. It's the most our lives any year. And theoretically, uh, the scripture scholars tell us that the early Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and even probably the Apocrypha Gospels, all began with the story of the Passion. 
So that was the, 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 the heart of the gospel. And then each, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, went to their own direction. Some added history, some added genealogy, some added uh, theology, some added beautiful, beautiful commentary. But that's not the passion and death and resurrection of Jesus. Okay, so we're going to talk about that in a second. But, as I mentioned before, Mass, at the beginning of Mass, there are certain times in our lives that when we're just going about our, our lives, just living our lives and having to make a choice between good or better, I'm not going to say that, just choosing the best thing that I could do, I'm cooperating and collaborating with God. How many times in my life that happens when I could do this or do something even better? For myself, my neighbors, family, the poor, the, the immigrant, anybody. And that phrase that I, I came upon today in, in my research for Sunday topic was divine providence and human collaboration. And I like that phrase. It says so much. And then we come upon a man like Abraham. Now, historically, we're talking about 800, 1800 B.C., when we think Abraham existed with his family and friends. There are some aspects of the story in Genesis that are a little exaggerated. We don't know which is which. But he was, when this vision came between him and God, Abram prostrated himself and God spoke to him. Okay, he had a relationship with God. This is a, a man polytheistic culture on one, monotheistic Lord. Very So here, his own uh, inclination is to be the human person he is, using his mind and his faith, and come to the idea of a monotheism. In Egypt, that's the story. But so now we got an example of human collaboration and God's divine providence. Now there are parts of this story that are very interesting. About the age when God says, "I'm going to make you the father of many people." And his wife were married. But they had nothing. nothing has to happen here. Eventually, when he's about 99, and his wife is 90, anybody here 99? No. Almost. Almost. Yeah, you bet you feel it, right? On a day like this, she feels like 99. Uh, is when she had her son. Now, you know that's divine providence. I don't know how it happened. They were old. They had their first child, Isaac. Okay, and through Isaac, you have the whole history of Judaism growing. Isaac becomes the son. Isaac becomes the, the father of, of the leaders of Israel, the, all the tribes of Israel, and the history goes on. But again, 
what, what we're doing when we, th- when we do theology or read the scriptures, we, we, we don't, we're not biblical uh, fundamentalists. We don't read them just as they are. and say, okay, he was 99, Sarah was, was 90 when they had their first kid. They were old. That's all we know. She could have been 40. Would have been extraordinary at her age to have a child. But that, the numbers are not the issue. The collaboration, the human collaboration with God, doing God's will. And sure enough, by, by obeying God and, and taking on the challenge, he did become the father of many people. He's the father of all the Jews. He's the father of Judeo-Christian history, Abraham. His name was Abram. God changes to Abraham, which signifies the father of many people. And Sarai becomes Sarah, which is the word means princess, because she is going to be the princess of many people. Okay, so history goes on, and we come to Jesus eventually. He's a, a descendant, of course, as a Jew, of, of the Abrahamic uh, culture and faith. And what Jesus is doing today in the scriptures is very interesting because he's referring back indirectly to the God who revealed himself to Abram, the nameless God. He had no name. Eventually, we learn through Moses in the burning bush that he does reveal himself, God. Now, in the time of Abraham, all we have reference to is Lord, Adonai, references to his, his majesty. Historically, around 1200 B.C., when God speaks to Moses in the burning bush, Moses says, what's your name? I got I to gotta go back to Pharaoh and say, my God, because don't forget, polytheistic culture, my God is sending me to you so you can re- re- release my people. So out of the burning bush, God reveals his name, Amy, Amy, I am. Think about that. I am. Creator, being, God, any majestic idea you can come up with is associated with that. I am. Amy, Amy. Imagine the ears of the Jews who are doubting Jesus at this time when when Jesus is telling them how important it is that they follow him and that they live his word and and that what what he does reflects his relationship with his father. Who are you? Who do you think you are? You know Abraham and you know the prophets. Who who do you think you are? You're not even 50. Abraham lived thousands of years. Who do you think you are? And he shocks them by saying, Amy, Amy. I am who am. What do they do? The only thing they could do. He was blaspheming from their perspective. They pick up stones and they're going to throw him. Remember the days in which, I wish we still had those days, in which we used to cover all the statues and crucifixes in church with purple? It's this gospel that encouraged that. Because in this gospel, Jesus hides right at the beginning of Passion Week. He hides. So we went through the the tradition of covering all the statues in purple as a remembrance of Jesus hiding from 
his persecutors. And then, of course, by Sunday, Palm Sunday, things are covered in red, and eventually, on the Feast of the Holy Good Friday, everything is uncovered, and we see the dead Jesus sacrificed for us. So, we go back to Amy, Amy. Wherever you are, wherever we are, wherever we sit, drive, play, pray, interact with other people, our faith says, Amy, Amy is with us. God, the creator, is with us. So we do something good, something positive. We are collaborating with the creator. We are collaborating with God. Because through Jesus Christ, our Lord and brother, we become God's children. So when we act like Jesus, we're collaborating with the Father, the Creator, Amy, Amy. And in Jesus' own words, before Abraham came to be, I am. And he ever will be. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.